Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Bibles to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I'm going to start at verse 31. And I've all and I'm always being I'm mentioned to, to, to let you guys know where I'm reading from and how far I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. I like this translation a little bit, but I don't like it. it, I kind of, I love how it breaks down things, but I'm going to be reading, and I'm going to be reading from verse 31 through 39. We're going to travel a little bit. You guys all right with that this morning? We're going to read the Bible. Listen, no need to come to the service and don't bring your Bible, amen? And any preacher who who comes and ministers and don't open the Bible, we got a question, and they're preaching the word of God, amen? We are to be able to follow and in scripture and be able to bear out what's being said, amen, in scripture. And so if you got your Bibles, your apps, I know we're technical, we're technology savvy now. You got your apps, you got your iPhones, your smartphones, whatever you have. Turn your Bibles to um, Romans chapter 8, verse 31. And we're going to be reading through 39. So listen, it says, so what does this all mean if God has determined to stand with us? Yeah, yeah, type in that God is determined to stand with us. Tell me, who then could ever stand against us? So y'all know one translation said, if God be for me, who shall be against me? Amen. For God has provided his love. One translation, God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. Verse 33, who then would dare to accuse those whom God has chosen in love to be his? Say, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. God himself is the judge who has issued his final verdict over them. 
Hallelujah. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, his final verdict is not guilty. So whatever the world, whatever your choices, whatever you've done in your life, God has called you and he's pronounced over you not guilty as children of his. Ooh, that's something to be excited about. We're going to keep reading because it's going to get better. Yeah, I know somebody said, can it get better than that? Oh, yes, it can. It says, who then is left to condemn us? So God has called us not guilty. Who can condemn us? What can burden you? What can hold you hostage? What can keep you in prison? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one, for he gives his life for us. He gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted, and enthroned by God at his right hand. So now, and well, I'm saying that. And so how could he possibly condemn us since he is continually praying for our triumph? How many of y'all know and excited that God is continually praying and standing before in our triumph? We have someone who's always encouraging us to go and to strive and to move on and to be all that God has called us to be. He's calling, he's praying for us to triumph. Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one, the Bible tells us, for nothing in this universe has the power ooh, Jesus, to diminish his love towards us. Bible says here, can troubles divorce us from his love? Can the pressures of life divorce you from God's love and problems? are unable to come between us and the heaven's love. What about persecutions? I know some of y'all saying, well, what about those persecutions? What about those people who always who always got my name in their mouth? They can't even separate you. Can deprivations? Can the dangers of this world separate you? Can it? And death threats, people who don't like you, and the threat of always death, can that separate us? And it's just letting you guys know that these things are going to come. These things happen to, to the children of God. Know what the Bible tells us, for they are all impotent to hinder the omnipotent love. Even through, even though it is written all the day, we are faced with death threats for your sake. So we're telling us all those who love God and all those who stand for God, the threats of death are coming. If they haven't already visited you, they are coming. People slander. People backbite. People talk about you and pray for your demise, the Bible is telling us. It says, God, 
We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. Come on, type it in. I'm more than a conqueror. And if you can't wrap your mind around being an overcomer, tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. And listen, and his and he and his demonstration, demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. Verse 38. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I am convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, falling angels, and dark rulers in the heavens. We know who those fallen angels are, amen? We're talking about the devil. There's nothing in our present or future. Some of y'all need to hear that. There's nothing in your present and your future circumstances that can weaken his love. He's listen, he's telling us something. He's trying to build us up this morning. There is no power above his or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can demonstrate or can or can distance us and demonstrate his love. From the love of God, God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Let me read 39 again. It says there is no power above us or beneath us, no, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's precious and passionate love, which is lavished upon us. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. How many of y'all know for something to be lavished on you, it has to be abundantly on you? It has to be, it has to be thrown graciously all over you. So that's how much his love is. Listen, I want to take for a thought on this morning. I am an overcomer. God has called me to be an overcomer. Romans 8 was telling us, that no matter what's going on in our lives, he's given us the power to overcome. To be able to stand in the midst of it. To be able to ride out the ways of life. To be able to avoid and to stand in the middle of the hate. Yeah, because how many of us know that our life looks different to the world when we accept Jesus Christ? The very thing that God has placed on us looks different to the world. And by virtue of us looking different, there's a certain level of ridicule that comes along with it. Let's pray. Father, I thank and praise you, Father, for today. Father, I thank you, Father, for the word that's going forth and that will go forth on today, God. Thank you, Father, that the great that the spirit of the almighty God will step forward, God. That I will back, that I will decrease it, that you will step forward, God. Have your way on the day, God. 
Be you be be used and let the spirit of God be be flowing in this place like never before. God, God, that the the gifts of the spirit be in full manifestation on today. God, heal, deliver, set free. God, that you use me, God, for your will, your good, and for your glory. God, lives will be changed on today. God, souls will be saved. Oh God, we thank and praise you, God, for the revelation of your word like never before. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Yeah, listen, there's a I feel a I feel a something is trying to stop and block the word on this morning. And I want to listen, we serve notice on the devil that he's a defeated foe. He has no authority, he has no power in the name of Jesus. And listen, some of you out there, there's a great heaviness going on. I decree over your lives right now that whatever's trying to hinder you and block the word of God right now from coming forth, from going forth, I release the power of God, the freedom of your minds, and the opening of your spirit to receive on this morning in the name of Jesus, that you are an overcomer. And look, Romans 8 was, is, is a reminder to us that persecution is going to come. One translation says, what, what can separate us from the love of God? Can height or death, can tribulation, that troubles, what's going to try to hinder you? And listen, Bible, and God is telling us in the Bible, and all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers through Christ who loves us, who gave his life for us, who took on the death, hell, and the grave on our behalf. Hallelujah. He reigns so we can reign with him. He is victorious so we can become victorious. Listen, we are overcomers, y'all. He's promised us these things. And let's go back. It says in verse, um, in verse 37, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am persuaded. Are you persuaded on this morning? Are you convinced? Are you sold out? Have you bought in to the fact that no matter what goes on in your life, that you are an overcomer? Because listen, I can preach until the paint fall off these walls. If you are not convinced in your heart, in your spirit, that God has given you the power to overcome circumstances, life's troubles, then you will always be in a position where you allow the devil to defeat you. Yeah, because listen, so many people go back unto perdition, go back into the world because they don't know and they have not received God's love and that he has created us to be overcomers. Your sin or the choice that you made that you've fallen into a sin does not determine and does not speak to the fact that you are not an overcomer. I'm talking to somebody. You made a mistake. Get up from that mistake. Dust yourself off. Get back into this relationship with God. Repent. And get back into the fight. And show and let God and, and let God know that God, I'm an overcomer. That one step, that one trip up does not define who I am. But so many of us, we allow the trip ups 
to keep us on the ground. When you have enough strength and enough power in you to get up. To be an overcomer. Yeah, I know some of y'all got some of y'all speaking tongues and I ain't talking about that heavenly language. I'm talking about that cussing. And you allow that to burden you down. Listen, tell God, ask God to get into my life. God, thank you for getting in my life, getting in my conversation, that my conversation now becomes new. I change the way I speak. I overcome that foul language. I overcome the foul company that I keep, that hurt, that permeates and that perpetuates that speech in my life. Yeah, that's good. Because listen, we are a sum, a lot of us, and this is a lot of us, we become the sum total of the people who we hang around with. Some of you guys have given your lives to God and your commitment to serving God is pure and true. Because of your relationships, the Bible tells us that bad company corrupts good man. Bad company, the company that we keep will always lend and speak and lend itself to a life to, to come back to live a life that you once lived. How do you overcome that? The Bible says that we ought to come out from among them and be separate. If I am, if you are, if we decree and declare and we profess and proclaim that we are overcomers in Christ Jesus, then we are to make decisions in our life that, 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 that lets the world know that we have come away from what the world is. I get it. I understand it. That some of our relationships, some of our friends are tied into the world. And no, and you want to win them to Christ so bad that you make choices that sometimes, I won't say jeopardize, but sometimes you people, you can't tell whether you're in the world or you're in the body of Christ. And here's where the rubber meets the road for us. We have to make a, a decision to serve God or serve the world. We can't do them both. We can't please both worlds because we will either love one or hate the other. And being overcome as children of God, we have to make, there's decisions in our lives. Listen, none of us are void of the decision-making process when we have to determine whether we're going to live for Christ or we're going to live for the world. We're going to serve the devil or we're going to serve God. We can't do it both. We can't please our flesh and then come into the, into the body of Christ and try to jump and shout and hallelujah the sin off of our lives without making choices. So are you an overcomer? Title my message, I am an overcomer. I always have to, you have to, I always tell myself that I am an overcomer. I have to, re I have to constantly reassure and re 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 retell myself this every day. I reaffirm that in my life every day. 
I am an overcomer. That one hiccup does not stop me from being an overcomer. I get back up and I make it right. Listen, this, I'm not a perfect man, but I'm a man who seeks to be right with God. So by virtue of that, I press to be an overcomer. Listen, turn your Bibles to 1 John 5 and 4. 1 John 5 and 4. It says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Because you need the power of God to be over to be able to overcome this world, to be able to step away from the things that you have been. Listen, some of us, we and a lot of us, we have been taught a lifestyle of sin from our very birth. And to come into this newness of life, we have to divorce ourselves, divorce ourselves of all of our old man. We have to purge ourselves from our old man. First John is telling us here, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. So when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we are born again, what is that born again? We are new creatures. We, 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 our spirit is now, our, we are now locked in with God's spirit and God has taken up his abode and his spirit lives on the inside of us. Our spirit has become one with God's spirit. And so when, when everyone who's born of God overcomes the world, listen, you got to be born again. And if you're out there and you're listening and you have not accepted Jesus Christ fully as your Lord and Savior, what do you mean, Pastor, be fully? You've committed your life. You have, you have, let, you have stepped down. You have, you have let go of the world. You have let go of the things of the world. And now you're walking into God. God I want to give my life to you. Make me whole. Make me new again. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Change the way I think. Change the way I perceive things. Things the way I see things. Things the way I hear. My tongue, my mouth, my conversation changes. When we, This is how we overcome the world. This is how we overcome the things of the world. When they tell you things about your life, when they say, okay, well, listen, those things... Will call the, you, your mom and your dad die from that. Hey, listen, I don't. I'm not dying from that. I'm listen. That I I love God. Rest my mom and my dad. I'm not dying from that. I'm I'm a new creature. Those those things don't have those things don't visit me. Or if they visit, I don't have the answer. Because things will visit, things will try to visit you, things will try to knock on your door. Listen, I won't answer. I don't have to answer. If it's not in line with God's will for my life, and getting in the word of God will, will help you define what the will of God for your life is. Listen, here's a, here's a nugget for you. Faith is revealed to you where the will of God is made known. So when you have faith in something and you know without a shadow of a doubt that it's the will of, listen, it's, listen, faith is revealed where the will of God is made known. So what you know what God's words say about a thing, your faith can be released to say, okay, God, I stand on that. And now, God, I'm an overcomer. Why? Because your word says this about that. 
Your word tells me that I'm delivered. Your word tells me that, listen, I'm above and never beneath. I'm a lender and never a borrower. That don't what just because they don't like just because it doesn't seem like things are working in my favor on my job. God, I thank you for giving me favor. That I walk on my job with the favor of God on my life. Yeah, and listen, I, I'm I'm a living example of that. And it says this. It said, and if stand in verse um, in, in first John um, chapter five. It says the second part that says this is the victory. That overcomes the world, even our faith. So we gotta have we gotta have faith in knowing what the word of God says and be able to stand on what God says because we are overcomers and we understand that the victory is in our lives to be overcomers. There's victory in your life when you overcome. When you're able to walk away from a situation and walk out of a relationship, walk away from someone who's Who's, who you know has, who does not have your best interest at heart. And you can walk away. There's victory in that. And there's a victory in your overcoming in that. God sees you and God knows that when he sees you walking and you're able to, listen, he knows, listen, but how awesome is it to be able to, to be able to be in a situation and get the revelation of God and to now be able to walk out confident, boldly. Because there's some of us are some people, and I'm not saying y'all, but I've, I've heard of this. That people, and I'm not talking about husbands and wives. I'm talking about boyfriend and girlfriends and things of that nature. But when people are in relationships and, un, and, and, and not covenant relationships with other people, people are in boyfriend, girlfriend, my man, my woman relationships. To, 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 and, and they feel like they're stuck in a situation. Because financially they're tied to something. They're tethered to something. He pays my car note. He pays my rent. He does this. He does that. She does this. She does that. And now you feel like you're tied in. You're locked in. You're so so connected so that you don't see a way out without them. They all you know. The control has been there. The manipulation has been there. It's what the Bible is telling us in, in, in Romans, that the persecution, all these things, the tribulations, the trials, all these things, people play mind, they play mind games to consume you, to keep you captive. God has come that we may be free and overcome that he's when listen when you accept Jesus Christ as your lord and savior you can freely walk away from things and i'm great talk thank you holy spirit listen here's if here's something for somebody out there here's how you know that it's not of god when you want to do better and you're doing better is seeking the is seeking god as your lord and savior but then there's then the fight and there's a struggle and they don't want to even let you go hear the they won't even let you go hear the word they fight you to hear the word. And they tell you things. You want to go hear that preacher? I, you like him. They start playing mind games with you. That's the bondage. When they know that you're, they see you on, they see you almost out. But what they want to do is they want to hold you in. That's the spirit. That's 
That's the spirit that wants to try to, that's a controlling spirit. That's a dominating spirit. That's a spirit who wants to keep the blindness on your eyes and not your physical, your spiritual eyes. And when that, when you hear that male or female, that spirit doesn't discriminate. When they're fighting you tooth and nail about truth. Because they want to be the only voice of reason and truth in your life. That's when God, that's when you ought to, listen, Pastor, I'm here to tell you, Pastor, that God is calling you out. And it's greater on the other side of that. So what you got to leave your all the luxuries of what that life was, was held, held, held you in or captivated you or drew you in the, in the first place. So what? You got to be willing to let it all go. Can any man forsake anything outside of the kingdom of God and he not give it back to you? Absolutely not. Yeah, listen. Some of us walked away from lives of whatever we were into, where the money was there. The it seemed like that there was an exciting of an excitement of life with that life. It's all a smokescreen. I listen. I, I tell. I talk about me. Let me talk about me because I don't know y'all. I talk about me. When I was being called out of a world of being in the street and doing street things, I had to be willing to let it all go. I told y'all, I flushed some things down the toilet. Things that could have generated money, but it also could have generated prison. But all the devil wanted to show me was that you're flushing all this money down the toilet. And what God was sharing to me was, can any man forsake these things and he not be, he not be with me? He not be for you? And so I, sitting in my mother's basement, I had to determine what was more important, a life of sin or a life of eternal life. The sin world I knew. This life with Jesus Christ, I didn't know. I only knew what I saw and I didn't see what I thought I was going to see. So I had to be, so I, I, this, I willingly flushed things down the toilet. With the hearing God's voice. I heard God's voice like I'm like I'm hearing my voice right now. I heard it. Tonight is the night. Make a decision. Make a choice. For tomorrow is not promised. That's what I heard. Not out of fear, because I wasn't scared when I was making the decision. It was a relief for me. Why? Because I, I, I can let go of the cares of the world and trying to be something that I was not. All that world was for me was a fakeness of who I really was. I lied because of my insecurities. And now I'm an overcomer because I don't have to tell lies no more. I speak the truth in love. I'm not hard with my words like I used to be. I'm more careful and I'm more this precise and 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 careful in how I proceed and how I project and how I say things, not because I'm more concerned about people, it's because I'm more concerned about how it may affect my relationship with God and how people will receive what I see. So he helped me overcome that. The lying. 
Some of us need to come out from that and, 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 and be honest with, listen, the first rule of being free from lying is being honest with yourself. Most of us lie because we're insecure. I lie because all of my insecurities. Yeah, I'm talking about me. I'm banning myself. I don't care. I lie because I was insecure. And the overcoming power of and the freedom of that for me is I'm, I'm, I'm free. I'm a, I've overcome that. I can't be held in bondage by that no more because I'm going to tell you the truth. Why? Because I tell myself the truth. I no longer lie to myself. And so I so coming out of that world was lying. I spent a, I spent a ton of money on clothes. When I could have been saving, why did you spend so much money on clothes for Pastor V? Because I spent so much money on clothes because it was an insecurity in me that if I thought I looked better, you saw me better. I'm freeing somebody. If you want to be, although if you want to be free on today, listen, you better come on. And there's nothing wrong with looking good, but looking good for what reason? See, my pleasing, my pleasing others wasn't, a, it was about an insecurity in me. And I thought if I looked a certain way, people wouldn't see my flaws. No, 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 don't get me wrong. You can't mess with my style now. I got, I got, I got my style now. I got my style now. I, there's a style about passing me. And that's no, that's no, I'm not being boastful. I'm not being, I'm not doing, being arrogant. Or anything. I, there's a style about me. You got to speak well of yourself. I don't know about you. There's a style about who I am. But I also understood that when I got saved and God helped me see in order to overcome so it wouldn't follow me into this life. It wouldn't follow me into the things of God. I had to, oh, he, in order to, in able to overcome that, he had to help me see what it was so I can let it all go. So now I don't dress because of the insecurity in me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And whether they, whether you like me or not, I love me. So I don't have to do things to be liked. I just have to present myself as God has me present myself and show that God loves me and I love you. And if you're going to get with me, then come on and get with me. Hallelujah. I hope I'm freeing somebody out there. So doing the things that I was doing out there in the streets was not about Virgil progressing. It was about me hiding behind and hiding under things. I didn't want to do the things on the street. I did them because it was a way out of a situation in certain certain in certain certain circumstances that I was in at the moment. Temporary said temporary temporary gratification and satisfied and satisfied and satisfaction for myself. I wanted to be satisfied in certain areas, so I did certain things. The same with us. To be an overcomer, you got to get into the things of God. You can't overcome the world being with the world. God has to be, God is, listen, people think they're walking, people, I, I hear a lot of people, and I always hear people say this, even when I first got saved, I used to hear people always say, well, listen, man, I don't do the things I used to do, I don't go to church, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm changing, I'm changing the situation, I'm, and I'm kind of changing certain circumstances about my life. Listen, if you're listening to God, he's speaking to you. And I always tell them that 
That's not you doing that on your own. That's God doing something in your life. God is trying. God is ministering to you. He's trying to get to you. He's trying to get something through you. And you, I hear you making subtle changes, but give them your whole life. Don't give them part of it. Give them all of it. Overcome it all because you've been called to be an overcomer. Like, listen, Luke 1, Luke chapter 1, verse 37. Got it? Luke 137. Let me read it from this translation. All right, it says here, Luke 137. It says, not one promise from God is empty of his power. Nothing is impossible with God. So with God, nothing is impossible. So giving you the power to overcome nothing. He's telling you with God, nothing is impossible. You, we can overcome anything, any obstacle in our life, anything that is standing. This is the, um, the, the Passion Translation. Anything that is standing in our way. Anything that is hindering us from moving forward in the things of God. He has given us the power to overcome it. Amen. I hope you guys are hearing and getting that. That there's nothing in your life, brother or sister, daughter, son, child of God. There's nothing in your life that God has not given you the power to overcome. Amen. Not one promise from God is empty, it says, of power. If he's promised us anything, it's always not, it's never void of power. It has the power to accomplish exactly that. That he said that we can get. He called you a conqueror. That power is there to be an over, to be a conqueror. To be an overcomer, he's given me the power to be an overcomer. I listen. I, he's given us the power to be free from all the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. He's giving you the listen. He's he he's he's healing. He's given us the power to receive his healing. Yeah. He's giving you boldness, child of God. He's giving you the he's giving you courage to walk through your situation that you're going through and to know that I can walk through it and I'm going to make it out. I'm going to be just fine. Why? Because God, the greater one, is on the inside of me. He's with you and he's for you. Amen. Amen. Listen, Philippians. An awesome, awesome verse that I'm sure all of us know. Philippians 4.13. Y'all know it. When it says, I can do all things. But here's what I want you to do on this morning. Change the. When we say, I put, make it personal with you. And I'm going to say, you can do all things. Come on, male minister to your neighbor. You can do all things. My brother, my sister. We want to encourage one another. You can do all things. Through Christ, which strengthens you. One translation says, we can do all things through Christ, which infuses, hallelujah, he infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Come on, y'all in the chest, minister to your neighbor. He infuses you, friend. He infuses you, neighbor, sister, brother, 
to conquer every difficulty. So everything that shows up in your life that may seem difficult, guess what? The news is you win because you're an overcomer. You already have the victory in it. You've already defeated it. Why? Because Christ has already defeated it. And if I am in him and he is in me, I win. Y'all come on out there. Come on. We win. He's giving you the power over all the difficulties of your life. So why stay in bondage? Why stay in sin? Why stay in misery? Why stay in defeat? Why allow the enemy to win and to continue to kick, to kick our tails when we win? We Listen, we got the cheat code, y'all. Jesus is the cheat code. But you got to make sure that you have the greater one living on the inside of you. Why? Because he gives you he live, he gives you your next move already before you before the enemy knows what that is. I know some of y'all use this slogan, make your, make your next move your best move. But when you got Jesus, he's the best move. Why? Because he already knows the next move. Hallelujah. Woo, that's some good stuff right there. We got the cheat code, y'all. God is with us. And he said if he's with us, he's greater than the world that, that stands against us. We are overcomers. He, he's constantly reminding us that with him, we win. With him, there's nothing that can stop us. We can't be defeated with him. It's the moment that we that we that we take our hands off of the things of God. We take our, our lives and we separate, we try to separate ourselves with from God to try to please the world. Listen, I want to encourage you on this morning. Listen, you can't lose with Jesus Christ. I'm a living witness. I'm a living witness that we can't lose with Jesus Christ in our life. I've seen God do some great and mighty things. I'm a witness of his, uh, his overcoming power. Yeah, I am. I'm a witness. Listen, I we we've be, we'll be married 25 years in May. I'm a witness, and that's a testimony of God's goodness. Why? Because we did not see marriage mirrored to us as children. As we've got as we got older and, and then we got into the body of Christ, we've we've been able, thank praise God, we've been able to develop relationships with people that through their faith and patience. That they inherited, that they inherited the promise. We gained that through them, looking at their lives, looking at their marriages. We didn't mimic them, but we watched them. And we, we, what we said is, if it's possible for them, it is shown up possible for us. And even in that, we set a covenant that no matter what goes on in our relationship. We've covenanted to stay together, not for the sake of staying together because of the children. Why? Because it is what we've connected and we've covenanted ourselves to do. Because we understand and we realize that our relationship is not just about us. It's about us, but it's not just about us. It is about everybody who's connected with us. 
and how they need to see the goodness of the Lord and the power of God working in us, in our relationship. Yeah, and I thank God that he's, re that, listen, he's restoring our youth, that our health is on top. And I'm not just boasting. I thank God for that, for covering us, protecting us, and giving us the power to overcome what was seemingly generational on our lives. So I speak the things that may, be, that may seem generational in your life. Just because mama and daddy didn't stay together don't mean you don't have to stay together. Somebody has to be the difference maker. And if you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, just because they ran out on their children, you don't have to run out on your children, man. Or woman. We equal opportunity here. If you, it ain't just all about the women, it ain't just all about the men. If you are a runner, you don't have to keep running. You can be an overcomer. You can stand in the midst of whatever situation, and know that God is with you. It's just a test to see if you'll stand. But because people flinch and people give up, they don't, they don't get to see the promise. So I encourage you on today. Listen, if Jesus, if you had not made Jesus Christ your choice, stop waiting. This is no hype. This is reality of my life. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. Amen. If he can do it in our relationship, he can do it in yours. We're not perfect people, but we've set ourselves in covenant with God to be the, the God. You be the lead and we'll follow you. Some of you need to get out the way and let God lead and you follow. Because your leading doesn't, listen, you know how your leading is. You got your life to prove it. Let God lead you. Accept him today as your Lord and Savior. Man, receive God as your Savior. Wherever you are, just say, God, thank you, Father. God, fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We pray that God will, listen, let me, re I release my, God, wherever, whoever's listening, God, that need to receive you as their Lord and Savior, God, Fill them now, Jesus, with the power of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives them the utterance. The utterance. God, fill them, God. Let them feel you. You're not just your presence, but your power working on you on the inside of them. Hallelujah. And listen, contact this ministry if you're in this area to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. We took down seven on Friday. Listen, we would love to baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. And listen, if you just come by, you whiz through here on Sunday morning or on Wednesday and check us out, consider being a partner of this ministry. Get the word of God. Let the word of God help you and grow you up and develop you in the things of God to move you forward to be the best version that God has created you to be. Hallelujah. No longer you, but the Christ that lives on the inside of you will spring forth. And listen, and the man will see God's good work in your life and glorify the Father through what they see going on in your life. Amen. Listen, we love you here at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. 
Thank you for tuning in and checking in with us this morning. Listen, we love, we praise God for you. We believe that if you openly and, and you've accepted and you came and you raised your hands to receive Jesus Christ, we know that God is working in your life now. And listen, just because you may not be fluent in your, in your heavenly language, continue to speak. Open your mouth daily and speak. You get better speaking by continually to speak. Allow God to work with you in your heavenly language. And listen, we great. We look. We look forward to hearing the great testimonies of the people who are receiving the word, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And listen, and also all the great testimonies of God's overcoming power in your life. Listen, go be a kingdom advancer. Give God praise all week long. And we're excited about the new person that God has created in you. Go be kingdom advances in Jesus' name. Be overcomers. Till next week, we love you. Be blessed.